Boss Uncaged is a weekly podcast that releases the origin stories of business owners and entrepreneurs as they become uncaged trailblazers. In each episode, our hosts, S.A. Grant and guests construct narrative accounts of their collective business journeys and growth strategies. Learn key success habits and how to stay motivated through failure, all while developing a boss uncaged mindset. Break out of your cage and welcome our host, S.A. Grant. Welcome, welcome back to Boss Uncaged Podcast. This is episode C, which is really episode 96, the closing season finale of season two, season three. Opener, New Year's Day. Yay to the children. What's going on? <laughs> Hello, Mr. Grant. How are you? I'm doing well. So for, for our listeners, you know, every once in a while you, you see Miss Miss Alex come out from, from the woodworks. I had to like literally, it took like five days of negotiating. You know, puppies were on the table. We were talking about all these different things just to get her on this show today. Okay. So by all means, a round of applause. Again, he would he won't let me stay in the background. I said, I can just stay in the background. I can just be, you know, EP, get all the episodes ready, get people scheduled, all that great stuff, not be on camera. So yes, it did take about a week of okay, finally I'm in the right mood. I can't drink. It's eleven o'clock in the morning. So that would be bad. But yes, here I am. Celebrating the end of season two, getting ready to go into season three. Yeah. This is crazy that we are number one at 96 episodes and number two actually ending the season and getting ready to go into season three which was just something we had a conversation about and it's like hey should start a podcast but uh <laughs> two years later <laughs> yep, yep. and those that know me like i like to motivate people as well too so if you live in my house so i'm always going to push those buttons as you can see her beautiful background is growing and i'm trying to morph her into you know any podcaster that lives with people are going to try to make them into podcasters. We're going to ad lib that so, you know, she can make it a TikToker, a YouTuber, whatever the hell she wants to call it. But eventually starting her own podcast, maybe her own no, YouTube absolutely channel. absolutely not. I can do those things that I, that our kids show me, the little ASMR where they don't show people's faces. They just be, they're just like moving around and it's, I don't know where ASMR, I got to Google it, but I'm just saying they don't show face. They just show them doing something without their face on it. So that might work. It might get me there. Okay. Mark my words sooner or later, sooner or later. <laughs> she's going to be one of these random titles, whatever they are. Cause I mean, she has so much content that she's just sitting on. She's not even using it, but you know, I progress back to Boston cage podcast. So what we got on the agenda for today? Well, we're going to see what Boston Cage has coming up for 2022. A lot of stuff, a lot of stuff we talked about before, but, you know, as this year's 2021 has been very interesting, we've kind of streamlined uh, some activities that we were working on. So we'll talk a little bit about that. We'll talk maybe about some of our, you know, favorite episodes from season two um, and maybe a little bit about season three and what we have coming up. Um, thinking about changing how we get ready to present the season. So um, one of the first things I want to start with is you just made a post earlier today about listen notes that were moving up in the rankings. Talk, talk about that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So Listen Notes is one of these platforms that kind of takes, you know, I guess right now we're about maybe 3 million active podcasters. Well, not really active, just total podcasters out there. So they kind of give you a general ranking. So this time last year, 2021, when we first started, when I was just kind of starting to pay attention to Listen Notes, and that's when I really started to say, okay, let's start scaling the podcast and start listening, you know, 
paying more attention to our downloads and just makes this thing a little bit bigger than what it was a year before. So listen notes. I mean, we were at the top 10, right? Top 10 out of all podcasts, which is a, it's a great feat by itself. But once you started paying attention, I was like, okay, let's, let's get us to the top 1%. Like that, that was my goal. I wanted to get the top 1%. So in May, we made the top 3% and then going into the court end of the quarter of 2021, we made it to top 1% and sure as hell, like right off bat going into 2022. And I checked today and we're at the top, 0.5%. So out of all the podcasters out there, out of the 3 million podcasters, we're in the top 0.5%. It's like the 1% of the 1%, but we're not there yet, but we're getting there. So yeah, you need a little button where you can, you know, do an applause. Like, yeah. An applause like, like this? <laughs> yeah. I don't hear it. <laughs> it didn't work. We got to work on that for 2022. You can hit a button and be like, yay. Um, funny you should say that though because I was looking back at the notes um, when we did our mid-season uh, recap and we were celebrating we had gotten to 25,000 downloads and this was in June so do you want to drum roll on where we finished off 2021? Yeah, yeah so I guess we could even go further back before we hit 25,000. Originally, early in the year, I, w I did a video. I did on Instagram. I think I did it on Facebook and YouTube. And it's not like, okay, starting off the year, we want to get to 10,000 downloads. Yay for 2021. And then that rolled into 25,000. Then we hit 50,000. And, you know, closing out the year, we crossed over 100,000 downloads for the year, which is, you know, for some people it's epic. For some people it's not. For us, it was just kind of like it was a landmine. It was a goal. And, and we, we strive for it. And we surpassed 100,000 downloads. That, like, that was my general goal when I was coming out with that 10,000. Like, okay, if I start now, I should be able to hit 100,000 downloads if we're averaging 10,000 downloads plus per month. And we're well past the 10,000 downloads per month. So this year, the goal is I'm going to push my limits. You know, I'm like, I'm a, I like to aim at moving targets and heat seeking them. So let's aim for a quarter of a million. Why the hell not? One million downloads. Oh, okay. shit. Okay. Uh, <laughs> see, this, this is what she's like, one million. I mean, you, you go from 10,000 to 100,000 to, to a million. I mean, it could definitely be done. I was aiming for a quarter of a million, but, you know, a million is definitely possible. But at the bare minimum, we're going to we're going to hit quarter of a million downloads this year. Okay. Okay. One million downloads. Remember that, everybody. We're going to hit a million by the time we talk again at the end of 2022. I got used to saying that. I know it just started. And <laughs> 2022 is going to be a lot. Another kind of, I would say, achievement is an email we got just the other day, which I'm really excited about. And actually, before I say anything, I want to give a shout out to our wonderful, 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 wonderful trademark attorney, LaDon Blackett-Jones of LBJ Law. Um, she specializes in, as a matter of fact, if you go and find her on Facebook right now, maybe Instagram, um, you'll see she actually made a post for her 2022 goal is that she's going to be focusing solely on trademark and intellectual property law. And kind of what that means is really like copyrights and anything, I guess, related to intellectual property, if you're familiar with it. So she's going to solely be focusing on helping business owners set up their trademark. And this is so, 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 so important when you're running a business, having your trademark in place. Um, just so people can't steal your shit. <laughs> Long story short, you know, people like, hey, I own this and I own this brand. And you're like, no, 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 I do. But if you're not trademarked, then that becomes a really big fight. So I'll let you make the announcement on where we are as far as Boston Cage trademark. Yeah. So we started that early last year as well. And we went back and forth and 
you know, the trademark attorneys are always on your side, but then you have the U.S. government that's always trying to knock down your trademark saying that, well, I think it's infringing on this space and it's touching on that. And I'm like, dude, there's not another Boston case like Boston case right now. It's like, stop trying to blur the damn line. So finally, after damn near 11 months, we finally got the approval letter from the U.S. government saying that, you know, trademark is pretty much going to push through, it's going to get approved. So I just want to get my certificate. Once you get the certificate, I'll put it up there like the Cerebral 361 in the background. <laughs> You're going to put another certificate up on your mantle. Yes. Cerebral 360, Boston Cage, trademark. Touch it, and I'll burn you to living hell. <laughs> We're sending out cease and desist letters <laughs> going forward now. I see. Speaking of your background, I see Mr. Manhattan. Okay, so let me tell the story about Mr. Manhattan quickly. He's a little off topic. But I've known Chanel probably it's close to four years now, maybe a little bit more, a little bit less, but close to four years now. And we've talked about that pop that he has in his hand right now, Mr. Manhattan Forever. So every time we go to any store that sells those, we were looking for a Mr. Manhattan. Now, our daughter is very internet savvy and she'd been looking online and they were ranging from the price range of like $300 up to like $800. And if you know, both of us, we're not spending that much on a toy. <laughs> I'm sorry. It is what it is. So she actually came to me before Christmas and she said, I know exactly what I'm going to get Chanel for Christmas. I was like, okay, what is that going to be? And then she showed me and I was like, Oh, and it was a really, really great price. I want to tell you what the price is, but it was less than the $300 that we were willing to ever pay for it. Actually less than a hundred dollars. So surprising. Um, and so on Christmas morning, we were all like, you are going to get the biggest gift not size-wise, but most impactful, just because for the last four years, we have looked at every store <laughs> for this pop character. And now he finally has it. Mr. Manhattan exists among your menagerie of things <laughs> that are behind you. Mr. Manhattan is a golden piece. It's just kind of like, you know, if you know anything about comic books in general, I mean, obviously there's Star Wars, there's Marvel, there's DC. But, you know, I'm more of a Marvel guy, but when it comes to DC, Mr. Manhattan is a guy that just does it for me and his, his story and his legacy of just what he is. And it's kind of like, kind of goes back to my Cerebral 360 days. And I think he just, you know, the epitome of everything that Cerebral 360 represented, you know, and what I wanted it to become. So, Mr. Manhattan, welcome to the club. <laughs> He's sitting back there over your shoulder. <laughs> More things to come behind you <laughs> in your backdrop. All right, so let's switch gears a little bit and talk about. I know um, at the end of last year, or maybe even we did talked about it in the midseason recap, but the app. How is the app going? Give us a little bit more information on that. Yeah. So finally, 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 I know I brought it up last year and, you know, literally I've been working on it um, behind the scenes amongst everything else that we had going on. And I've just been layering it and layering it and documenting it and building this Excel spreadsheet to kind of keep it organized because it went from like this simple app to where it's a simple representation of Boston Cage, which is two different things, right? A simple app would have been one functionality. This app pretty much becomes kind of like the whole metaverse, but it's the metaverse of Boston Cage. It's everything that's Boston Cage into one app. So if you're in Boston Cage Academy and you want learning and you want more information, that's there. If you want Boston Cage podcast, that's there. Boston Cage book club, that's there. Essay grant and, and my books, all that's there as well. And then we're moving into some new things that you're going to bring up that's also in this app. And then again, as I grow and build these different platforms they're all going to be integrated into this one platform really cool where is it at where can we find it what stage is it at 
Yo, so stage-wise right now, the app, the beta version of the app is complete. So right now we've just um, waiting for um, the Android store, the Google store to give us approval so we can launch it on there. Hopefully I can get that launched in the next week. And everyone that knows about Apple then knows that Apple is a pain. And <laughs> so we're going through the Apple phase right now. So I guess, you know, the Android will come out first and Apple will come out shortly thereafter once Apple approves it. So Android process is 10 times easier and cheaper. And then Apple, obviously, it's a, it's like pulling teeth to kind of get things approved in that platform. Apple, Apple is superior. So, you know, it just takes a little extra work. I don't even understand this Android world. What is this? What is this fuck? <laughs> Android is called open source. But, you know, I, 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 <laughs> I'm yes. excited about that. So the app will be out hopefully very, very, very soon. So look out for more information on that. Maybe we'll do a, a boss up episode about the app. Oh, kind yeah. of show people how to go through it, where to get it, um, what benefits it has. So that would be cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm actually like out of all the things that we got going on, that's one of my, my like best things that I think that's going to be very useful because again, some podcasters, you know, you know, they'll create things, right? Some podcasters may do YouTube channels, but when I think about the analytical data and the information behind the scenes, like the best way for you to capture like what's going on on YouTube, what's going on here, what's going on here, or somebody finds you on YouTube, but they don't know where you are on podcasting, or they don't know where, where you are on Facebook, or they don't know you have a book club by promoting the app and putting all my marketing efforts into that strategy, then by default, everything will have access into one platform. And then I can check that data as well. So. Right. Right. Makes sense. So let's talk a little bit about some of the episodes from season two, the second half. I mean, we did, we talked a little bit at our mid cap, um, mid year recap. Um, but for the second half of season two, you had some really, really great interviews. And one of the ones that I wanted to bring up because it is the platform that we uh, host on is Bcast. You interviewed the founder of Bcast, Tom Hunt, I believe his last name was, um, uh, right after mid-season. So it was around June or July, if you want to scroll back through and find that episode, or you can just search for founder of Bcast and it'll be there. Um, Bcast has been a really, really, really great platform, very user-friendly for this non-technical person. And they just came out with a really good feature, which helps us get ready to highlight some of our sponsorships, which we may talk about later. So yeah, yeah. So, so Tom was, was one of those things is, is kind of like, you know, every entrepreneur, there's on there's different levels of entrepreneurism, right? So like you're here and someone else is here. And then I looked up Tom, you know, every time I, you know, this is part of what we're going to talk about as far as a tech club. But every time I, I find an application or find software, the first thing I usually do is figure out like how to use it. You know, how do I keep the cost down? And then who was the inventor of that product? So Tom and I looked him up and, he, you know, he did a bunch of different talks and he had YouTube content and he had all this different information out there. And he did multiple different things before he created Bcast. So I was like, what the hell do I have to lose? And this was like probably maybe January of 2021, maybe December last year when I reached out to him. And then, you know, I was just kind of like, do I use your platform? This is what I love about the platform. I would love to interview you on your own damn platform. And he said, yeah. And then we just kind of got into this conversation and we talked about like AppSumo. We talked about like his his lifetime deal and what he was bringing to the table and why he used that platform. So it was a really, a really in-depth conversation about like startups and like what startup owners and startup developers are really thinking about. But to your other point about the features, the reason why I love this platform, because I'm always thinking ahead and I'm always thinking about marketing strategies and I'm always, okay, eventually Boston Cage is going to have sponsors. Eventually Boston Cage is going to have this, but I need a platform to be able to support it before it even happens, or at least have a roadmap that's going to that direction. 
And it brings us to the point that you were just talking about the features of this platform. And one of the, the best features that I've seen as far as hosting platforms is inserts. And what inserts are, imagine having a podcast and you don't have to essentially edit in your ad spots or edit in your intro, edit in your outro. Only thing you have to do is record your intro, record your ad spot, record your outro, and then log into your platform and say, hey, I want this to go before my podcast starts. I want this to be interjected in the middle of my podcast. And I want this to close out my podcast. And oh yeah, by the way, I want you to do it on all my episodes. Hit submit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's done. Like that's what sold me on this platform in addition to other features. That is really cool. It was really exciting to see that come up as I was actually working through editing a podcast. And I was like, um, I think we got the feature that you've been begging for <laughs> for like a year, uh, which was perfect timing because we've had some recent uh, companies reach out to us for sponsorships. And it was always one of those things we kind of held back on a little bit just because we, we could insert uh, ad spots, but it's just so difficult to edit it in. Um, as I'm learning Adobe Audition right now. Um, so this makes it a whole lot easier where we can just record the ad spot, click a button and add it into the episodes or run it for you know whatever number of weeks that we need to run it to in order to fulfill the sponsorship agreement. So look forward to that in 2022. You may get a couple commercials. Um, that'd be exciting. Won't yeah. be my voice. I want to put that out there to be your voice. <laughs> My voice. Well, I mean, obviously, it's a two for one, right? I mean, you're like your voice. You're, you're the voice of Boston Cage, right? So, um, I, I think the sponsorship is, is a cool thing. I mean, you're always thinking about like I always get the random question about, oh, you're doing this podcast. How the hell do you monetize it? And I'm just like, there's yeah. a million different ways of monetizing it. And obviously, ads is like the low hanging fruit of classic radio of, of monetizing. And then you had a radio spot, but you know, the first two years we didn't do any ad spots except for essentially our own, and we really didn't even promote our own stuff. Sorry. But now that we have access to this system and i like to her point i would ask it for like a year like we had our like our outro and intro right now are pre-recorded and mm -hmm. i was like dude i can't wait until we get the middle spot because the middle spot is kind of like the conversion point if anyone is listening to a podcast up until the middle then they're going to probably listen all the way to the end so they're 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 engaged at that point so we need to have access to that add-on feature so once it released i was just like dude it's about to be a game changer and to your point in the past 30 days we've gotten some you know sponsors that were kind of saying okay hey we looked you up we see that you have the downloads we're looking for we looked you up we're seeing that you know you're in the top i think it was at one percent top one percent of listen notes at the time mm -hmm. and they were like well this is the only thing you have to do this is what we want you to promote and then again i'm going to be reviewing this content as it comes in to make sure that it's valuable to our listeners i'm not just going to promote random hair shampoos, right? I'm going to be promoting 100% what's business related, business strategy stuff, software, things that can help business owners get ahead. So that's like the next phase of what we're going to be doing. So to your point, we're definitely going to, you know, I'm pretty much going to sign off on this contract and then start doing this promotion pretty soon. So listen out for the new ads coming out. Another really great episode from this season that you talk about all the time is Jacqueline Wells, the fearless <sighs> boss. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, she hit me in my heart because, you know, like, it, it, it's a transitional point for like my mom. Like I see her and she's probably like 15 years older than my mom. And she's completely fearless. Like this woman, her story was crazy talking about raising her kids in Europe. And she would just put them on the bus and tell them to go to this address. And they were like six, seven years old. It was like, what? Versus like my mom, she's, a, I always make fun of her and say, you're, you're a paranoid schizophrenic. But she, I was like, mom, you have to listen to this episode. Like this woman is where you can be. If you just remove the fear from your life and start embracing the, the what if, like the positive what ifs so that's why i always bring up the episode because she kind of reminds me of where my mom could be 
and she's starting to get there. I mean, like we got her an Apple Watch for Christmas. Mm. She so she's moving through technology a little bit and starting to embrace it. We just got her a Facebook account. I was like, holy I shit, know. she's making comments on Facebook. And so, then she make a post or something. Yeah, she made a post. I was just like, dude. So one, you know, a little little bit of a time. Eventually, you know, she's probably by the time she hits seventy, she's probably gonna be like this internet monster. But the goal <laughs> is remove the fear and step into the world that you live in, right? True, 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 true. What about, okay, so change a little bit. One of my favorite episodes was you and Donnie. Donnie um, uh, is the head of Success Champion Networks, um, is a friend of yours. You spoke at the Success Champion Network uh, conference this past yep. September, I think it was. Um, so yes, Donnie's episode, if you have time, go back and check that one out. It is it's explicit, so maybe not with kids in the car, but, <laughs> or if your kids hear you cuss, whatever, you know, but talk about Donnie's episode. Yeah, I mean, Donnie, Donnie is a, it's a, it's a great thing with what podcasting can essentially do for you. Right? I mean, Donnie originally had found me through his, his system, right? His system mm-hmm. out there was just looking for people to become, to get on podcasts, right? So I was doing my job, he, his people were doing their job. Then he came on the show and it was, they were promoting a new podcast. So him and Kevin came on the show, right? So they ended up recording two separate episodes and just meeting Kevin and, and meeting Donnie was just kind of like, both of them are me. If I was to combine myself, like Donnie's, I don't care. This is the shit I'm going to do. I wake up on a Tuesday with a random idea. I'm going to execute it. And Kevin is a complete systems automation guy. And like my left brain and right brain speaks to both of them equally. Just, you know, becoming part of their, their networking, um, their success champions networking group was also very beneficial as well. You're going to start seeing some new episodes coming from that group of people that are hundred percent entrepreneurs, business owners. So just getting into Donnie's world kind of just opened up another spectrum, another page of of boss and cage and a lot of duality between what we do and, and who for. No, totally makes sense. And kind of, as you said, looking forward to season three, we have a lot, a lot, a lot of great episodes. I think you've recorded pretty much the entire year already. Um, I know we have just to give you a snippet, you know, I'll just go by the boss names, you know, just to give you a little bit of a teaser. You got the giving boss and the venture capitalist boss. That'll be really good. We have the talent boss, the productivity boss, the confident boss, which is good for someone who is lacking confidence. That'll be a great episode to listen to. So stay tuned for a dynamic season three um we can talk a little bit about how we may change and do season three and season four in 2022 but we want to hear your feedback about it were you good with having an episode come out per week and then we did all of season two in 2021 or would you like season three and season four in 2022 so your feedback and your comments are always greatly appreciated um because we want to know what do you all like yeah, yeah. I mean, with that, I mean, we're, we're on episode 96, approaching episode 100, which, you know, I, I think that episode deserves us to kind of do a, a come back on here and talk about it again, because originally first season, I was worried about having enough people to interview. All right? All right. Then second season, I don't know what the hell I was smoking or somebody gave me a slip me a blue pill or whatever. And I was like, we're going to record five episodes a day for every single day. We're going to go into well into season four. And I was I was on that shit earlier in 2020, <laughs> but it paid off. Right. So now that I'm looking back at it is like, you know, we're about to release episode 100, but to your point, we're backlog up until probably episode 200 at this point. Like we have right. content to really essentially if going back to your formatting of splitting up the episodes biannually. Right. So if we do season three up until June and season four from June to July to kind of make it into smaller bites. Cause I mean, this last season was 60 something episodes. That's just a lot of damn episodes to kind of, 
swallow. Oh, so bad, what would that yeah. look back? Look back at maybe 30 episodes, 35 episodes, which is a little bit more than season one, but it's not as big as season two. But to your point, we have enough episodes to roll us into season four, season five. If we decide to split that way. And then we still have more people that are reaching out. Like this morning, I was in the supermarket and I got two emails while I'm in the supermarket saying, hey, we are promoting podcasters and blah, 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 blah. We're, we're a, pro- a marketing company. And we realize that you're still looking for more people to interview. We have two or three people that we want that would be great for your show. So keep in mind, like we have enough content, but the goal is not to just put out any content. Is I want these people when I interview them and, and it's like they're interviewing me at the same time and the synergy is there and the information and the data that you've grown to love and growing that we've provided for the past two years to be even more fruitful going into the years three, four, five, and six. Right. Well, like I said, get ready for season three. It's oh, I forgot. I forgot to add. We'll have our first CBD company coming up hopefully in the next couple of weeks. Um, that is going to be a really great interview that you all should listen to. If anyone has any questions on how the CBD industry works, um, that is an episode that you want to check out. So you have all of these episodes. So the irony of it is people always ask, how do you have time to do all of this? Plus your new venture that we're going to talk about, your NFTs. Um, what is it called? Boss and Cage Beasts. Tell us about your NFT project. It only made sense, right? I mean, coming from a design background, and I'm thinking about it like growing up as a kid with, with a marker in my hand or, you know, a black book. And back then, you know, it was kind of like broke ass artists that were just sketching. And then you would take it to graffiti and you were writing on stuff. And then, you know, Mark Echo took it to a whole nother level. And I was just like, dude, this is our time, right? So yeah. like, what, what, what am I going to do to kind of add into the space because this is one of those bandwagons that I'm not willing to miss, right? Mm-hmm. Other bandwagons, yes, this one, no. So the beast, it just kind of goes back to like being uncaged, you know, like the first book that I created was, um, well, the first new book when I yeah. rebranded was kind of a line on a cover. And I was mm-hmm. like, and most people don't know behind the scenes, I have these Excel spreadsheets and in this Excel spreadsheet, I had variations of different cover ideas, different concepts. It, the line was the first one, then it was supposed to be a dragon, then a panda, you mm-hmm. know, like all these different like animals that we live with today that are considered like beast if you really wanted to get in front of them they probably shred you tear you up right and spit you out so i was like like how could i do this and then convert this into an nft and those that don't know nfts i would definitely go to youtube and look up my nft video and i really broke that down simplistic as possible without getting into crypto but just understanding like how to utilize nfts so i decided to say okay you know what i'm going to create a uh, illustration of a lion and I'm going to do variables of it and I'm going to release my first collection. And I, I, you know me, I'm balls to the wall. So I'm going to go with 10,000 yes. NFTs is my first collection. And I know people are like, how the hell, what the hell? Don't worry about what the hell. Just look out for these NFTs. <laughs> and what I'm gonna, also going to do is I'm going to give away 100 NFTs right off bat. So once I do the the, the, the promo release, which is coming very soon, because behind the scenes, I'm building infrastructure for this because again, I'm an automation guy. Yeah. But once I'd say, hey, it's time for release and whoever signs up and subscribes or whatever, I'm going to give the first 100 NFTs of that 10,000 away for free for our listeners. Yay. So you have the opportunity to own your first Boston Cage or the first 100 Boston Cage NFTs before everyone else. And they actually go out to sell. So that'd be really cool. For anybody who doesn't know about NFTs, there's 500 million thousand videos on the topic i suggest you go out there and listen to it i'm sure we'll have an nft episode uh once that's released to talk a little bit about um what's the value of owning an nft um i had to do a little research myself so i can say i'm i'm 
I'm in middle school of NFT lesson, <laughs> lessons. I understand what it means. I understand the value of it. Um, do I have any right now? Soon. <laughs> Maybe I have a boss on Cage one. But uh, yes, look for that promo to come out, um, I guess, in the next couple of weeks, maybe next couple of months. We'll definitely do an episode on it. Like I say, he'll do a giveaway. We're going to have the first 100 NFTs um, given away. So be on the lookout for that so you can get one of those for free. Um, yeah. Before you switch up to the next topic, I mean, the other thing about yeah. NFTs that people don't realize is kind of like looking at it as a digital certificate, right? It's a digital receipt. So mm -hmm. Imagine having a receipt that has access codes, right? So prime example, if I decide to give away 100 NFTs, maybe, I'm, I'm not saying maybe, maybe, maybe not, but maybe those 100 NFTs will also come with a 60-day free trial or a 30-day free trial to the Boston Cage Academy. Or maybe right. it'll come with an exclusive secondary club on Facebook. Like these are the things that you could add on to like expand your value add but then people could have ownership and ownership then comes with collecting and collecting comes with like bragging right and i always say you want to think of it like if i can go back in time and i could own the first super bowl ticket the first one ever and that yeah. super bowl ticket then gives me access to have 50 percent off of all super bowl tickets ever moving forward just because i own that first nft that's yeah. a hell of a value add to make sure that that first nft was purchased yeah no totally get it so I'm glad you brought that up, Boss and Cage Academy. What's going on with the Academy? So, yeah, so, you know, again, uh, everything that I'm doing is essentially built upon, like, legacy building and building out structures. And, and you know, I look at it as Legos. Like, there's one row of Legos, another layer of Legos, and, and I'm building up this, this foundation. So the Academy came into play last year, and we did, like, a beta test. And I did, like, a soft test for, like, founders. But, you know, now going into 2022, like, a lot of the infrastructure is already built. We have hell of content in there. And that was the other beautiful thing about joining the Success Champions. This gave me opportunity as the education chair to build out content weekly. And in addition to that, like test that content, get live feedback. So now that we have so much content about digital marketing, strategy, brand building, podcasting, all my books are all inclusive inside of this environment. So like that's the, the new thing that's going to be going forward. I'm going to start doing more marketing, more promotion. You can start seeing more content, more videos for that. You know, again, we have people already in the academy that's been in there for like the past six months. But now it's time for us to really market and grow that. I mean, I want to get that environment to where we could have 1,000, 10,000 different individuals that are section based upon they love podcasting or they love branding or they love marketing and be able to go to this environment and get access to me, get access to other people, get access to the content to help them move on the right path. But the beautiful part of the Academy, the add-on, that's the next thing you're going to allude to is a tech club. And yeah. that's, a, that's a core feature to the Academy as well. Nope. Go a little bit more into the tech club now. I was going to bring that up next. Yeah. So like the book club, you know, as I was asking these questions on the podcast, if you guys are obviously I'm, I'm very pat pattern oriented, right? So mm -hmm. everyone I asked these different books. And then the other section was, you know, like what, what apps do you use? What software are you using that, that you would not be able to do what you're doing without having access to this platform? Mm -hmm. And then as I started growing the academy, I started realizing that people had lots of questions about, well, I need to be able to do this. I don't know what software to use. And right. for me, like I plug into software, like I'm Neo in the damn matrix. I'm plugged into shit 24 seven. So, and then I'm, I'm buying stuff and I'm using stuff and I'm really big into lifetime deals. And I was like, okay, 
this is helpful for the academy for me to do one-on-one tutorials to say, okay, step-by-step, step, this is how you set it up. Step-by-step, step, this is how you build this environment and this is the benefits of this environment. But then outside of that, I was like, okay, what's the free-to-play version, right? I was like, well, I could just take this content, take a 30-second video, tell people like the features of it, tell people the benefit of it and tell people also like what is it being used for? And then people that are listening to Boston Cage will have access to a complete database of all this software that we're using to build Boston Cage. So you can see it in live action. And then you also can see it live on the Academy. And then there's other people that are starting to use and purchase this software as well that can also give you feedback in that environment. That sounds really, really cool. Because it is true. It's something that someone's always asking you like, hey, how do you do this? Hey, what software do you use? This It's one of the questions um, that's in the podcast itself. What tools help you do what you're able to do? And sometimes, you know, that's physical tools. Sometimes it's the software. So it's good to have like a techie club. What about my, my book club folks? You know, I'm, I'm yeah. a book club girl. What's going on with book club? So the book club is, is ever expanding, right? So I mean, closing out the last year, I think, you know, we just kind of slowed down. And again, we're going to ramp back up right so first year we did 52 books so this year i think we're gonna close out somewhere i forgot what the team was at they were sending me updates last week so we're at like 200 and something books or whatever cool. so so the goal for the for the, the the book club essentially kind of goes hand in hand with the tech club, right? Mm -hmm. If we're interviewing more and more people and more and more people are telling us, Hey, these are the books that help them get on there, help them to get to where they are currently, then these books need to be in the book club. So again, yeah. like we're not necessarily going to be promoting the books per se in a book club, but we're going to say, Hey, okay, if you want access to a real estate book, mm -hmm. go to the Boston case book club directory click on the search in search button and select real estate. And it is all the books that real estate people that we've interviewed have promoted or marketed. And this is why, and then we're going to link that back to the Boston cage episode. So then you can kind of hear why did they like that particular book? What did that book do for them? And then obviously from there, you could easily go to Amazon and purchase the book if you want to. So we're moving the book club more so from a, a typical book club where we're reading and communicating, which we're still going to be doing, but then giving you more access to a database to say, okay, I'm just looking for a particular type of book. And we're going to go from 200 to eventually 2000 to 10,000. And the book club is forever going to keep growing. That's cool. What? Yeah. So kind of my last question is, what about your books? What about more books from SA Grant or the Boss Uncaged brand or Uncaged Trailblazers? What are you doing this year or for 2022? Yeah, so I took a hiatus from books last year just for like the last 90 days of 2021. Like I have so many books that are in <laughs> that are in development or at 90% complete. And I was like, okay, well, before I release any books, let me start focusing more so on this app because this app isn't gonna I'm just gonna feed the books through the app. Let me focus a little bit more on the podcast to kind of figure out what we're gonna do as far as monetizing and now we have the ads. So like yeah. now that these things are in place, the next step for me is more so not general books. They're gonna be more specialized books. Mm -hmm. So going into next year, I think my, one of my first books it could be the Boston Cage book that, you know, we're at 98% with that book and we've been sitting on that book no, forever. No, it's yep. like right there. <laughs> it's right there. And then in addition to that, you know, um, my first book that kind of goes to my heart when I talk about branding. 
So I'm going to probably take like all this collective data that I've been creating in the content and, you know, speaking about on stage and collaboratively put all this information into like a Boston Cage branding book or like a one-on-one branding book. Okay. And that's going to be like a whole nother collection of books. But then after that, it'll be the, the Boston Cage podcast, right? And then obviously we still have the notebooks as well. And mm-hmm. that's, that's something I could easily turn on and produce the rest of that collection tomorrow but the goal is marketing behind it so like the why am i doing it so like the Mm -hmm. next book in that line i just have to debate on which one is going to be volume two and i already kind of have that pre-organized and pre-stat so to clearly answer your your question the next four books from boston cage from sa grant is going to be a branding book a podcast book i'm going to continue creating the the notebook series uh and then obviously you know i think we didn't even make an announcement about it but last year we did the notebook series that was kind of an add-on to the um i'm trying to remember what was the other one i got it right here behind me people i know i was like grab one of them it's right behind you the notebook on your other side yeah here they are so originally we created the journaling series Mm-hmm. So, so those that remember, like this is one of many journals to come. And again, I could turn these out pretty quickly and going. So there's going to be another volume of this coming out this year, at least in one more volume. And then now that Amazon, people that that know about Amazon and know about K- KDP, now I could turn these notebooks into hardcover notebooks. So I decided to kind of create these generalized notebooks just to allow people to take notes and you know obviously marketing and just build a Boston case ethosphere right so now the next step of this is converting a lot of the books that i originally had into hardcover books because now that's a feature set to to actually have and produce that content well i love that idea i mean you know how much of a notebook junkie i am and when you created that series um and you have it like can you show it again where it's like the three different versions like if you like dot journaling or if you like the grid journal if you just like blank pages there is a notebook that essentially aligns with your likes like i said i'm a junkie i have notebooks all over this that literally will have like one word written on one page because i'll fill it and i'll touch it and i'm like "Eh, i don't like this so um it was kind of great that you created a notebook for each type of individual the people who like grids people who like dots people who like blank pages um in addition to the uh book journal and then i'm looking forward to the podcast journal so as if you're listening to podcasts it gives you an opportunity to take notes while you go and have something to reference back to um and all of that will be more of that will be coming in 2022 now that we have time for that. So it'll, it'll be in the app as well. So that's the right. beautiful part uh-huh. about the app. It'll just the be, app. you just mm-hmm. go into SA Grant books and it'll be all the books that I've ever created will automatically listed in there. So definitely. Well, I think I've touched on everything that we have that I know of coming up in 2022. Do you have any other surprises for us before we wrap up? Uh, no, I mean, it's just, it's, uh, obviously for us as the creators and developers it sounds like a lot and for me it's just kind of like this is just all part of like my master plan and, and again anyone that has known me from my cerebral 360 days is like taking that formula and now branding that formula and making it not more so about me but more so about the bosses out there so every single thing that i'm creating is essentially a tool for someone if it's a notebook great if it's a journal great if it's a podcast great if it's a book club great if it's a tech club again 
we keep layering on these Legos because the goal here is to give access to individuals that just need a little bit more, that just need a little handholding, that needs a little bit of information or insight or to see someone actually building a company that didn't exist two years ago that was not even in existence. This podcast is essentially coming up on a second anniversary and where we were day one to where we are right now. I mean, we're celebrating 100,000 downloads, which is day one. I didn't even think that was even an option, right? We're talking about 100 episodes, day one. I didn't think that was an option. Book club, tech club, academy, all that shit was not an option. The only thing I was focusing on day one was let's just create a podcast, you know, post stroke and just, just start branding SA Grant and, and, and see where it goes. And right. this is where, the, where you've been on the journey with us since day one. And if you're new to the journey, all this content is out there. You can go yeah. to our YouTube channel. You can go to our podcast and just go back to day one and kind of see how we went from there to where we are right now. Sounds cool. I'm excited. 2022. Yep. yep. What are the young children saying? Yeet. Oh, <laughs> truck. <laughs> yee truck. Yes. That's, that's so funny. Caitlin again with her yee ness <laughs> I think I'm pronouncing it too well. I, I pronounce the T at the end, which I don't think what I'm supposed to do, but you know. Can't, you can't show your age, man. You can't show your age. You gotta just boogie <laughs> boogie with it. <laughs> well, yeah, I definitely appreciate everyone. I mean, again, I, I just want to say like a heartfelt thank you to, to all our listeners uh, that got us to, to where we are. And the goal is, is, again, we are continually to create new content and new information and new tools for you. So by all means, reach out. Let me know if something was helpful, if there's any things that you would like to see, uh, other additions, add-ons. Again, like we're in the digital space. So mm-hmm. turning on the switch is like like a, like a light switch, really. It's just kind of like we just need to figure out how to do it and why we're doing it and if we're going to get most benefits to our listeners from doing it as well. So with that, again, closing out 2021 and opening up 2022. Again, this is season two episode six what is it 69 68 68, which is Mm -hmm. episode 96 right next time you hear from us will be season three episode one which is coming very quickly so again sa grant i appreciate you guys over and out thanks for tuning in to another episode of boss on cage i hope you got some helpful insight and clarity to the diverse approach on your journey to becoming an uncaged trailblazer Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share the podcast. If this podcast has helped you or you have any additional questions, reach out and let me know. Email me at ask at sagrant.com or drop me your thoughts via a call or text at 762-233-BOSS. That's 762-233-2677. I would love to hear from you. Remember, to become a boss in cage, you have to release your inner beast. S.A. Grant, signing off. Listeners of Boss on Cage are invited to download a free copy of our host, S.A. Grant's insightful ebook, Become an Uncaged Trailblazer. Learn how to release your primal success in 15 minutes a day. Download now at www.bossuncaged.com forward slash free book.